This episode is brought to you by Playapod, the best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode today on the show. We talk about high school prom, shopping, dates, all the stuff that goes with it. How much has changed since we were in high school? Probably not as much as we thought. We also talk about some truly heinous dating stories that we both have experienced really bad. We also have a new submission for our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week that have something to do with dating as well. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Super fun. Had by all. Paula. Oh, Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 258. Welcome, welcome. The gang's all here. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. This is the ugly truth. Thank you so much for downloading the episode and sharing us with your friends. We really appreciate the support. Right? Of course we do. So it is March. I still hate March. Uh, time change is upon us. I hate it so bad. I just hate it. And we went through the rant last month, so we won't talk about it again. But uh, along with March being a struggle, we're rounding the end of the school year. I mean, we're getting pretty close. They, they at least at my daughter's school, she's a junior. Their last day of school is like the 31st of May. Like, Barely mm-hmm. into the month of June. I, th- I think they might be done the last week of June, if I'm not certain. It used to not be like that. It used to be mid-May, mid, mid-June. I mean, yeah. really, like the 12th or 15th of June is when they end, but they keep pushing it closer and closer to May, and I kind of hate it. Yeah. We'll be done before the Friday before Memorial Day. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so with that, though, is they haven't changed when they do the proms. So junior prom is April 14th. Senior ball is like May 5th or something, like really close together. Senior ball is not on campus. Junior prom is on campus, is per the huge in this area. So with that, though, in this day and age, uh, because of all the retail places that are kind of closing up shop, finding a dress for a prom is a serious endeavor. It is not easy. You can't just go to Macy's and peruse the formals and pick one out and walk out the door. Really? No, it's when did not. that change? I don't know when it exactly changed, but like we talked about last week, online shopping is really the best way to garner any kind of selection, any kind of options. There there really aren't any options. And you can go to Nordstrom Rack or, or Nordstrom and, and look, you know, but what if you don't have a Nordstrom or a mall that has a Windsor, which has formals? I mean, there's just not a whole lot of options. And the thing is, is that they may have options, but if they sell out, you're screwed. And the other thing is nobody wants to wear the same dress as anybody else. So with that being said, Malia and I were looking online for prom dresses and we just weren't having any luck. There was nothing that she liked. I couldn't find anything either. And when you buy a formal online, you have no idea what you're getting if it's not a reputable dealer or you just don't even know. There are a couple. And I told Malia this because she was getting pretty frustrated. I said, you know, bridal stores have formals 
not just for bridesmaids dresses, but they sell formal wear. That's where a lot of people can go to find prom dresses. So there is a cute little individually owned and operated store. Mm -hmm. And she sells wedding dresses, but she also sells formal wear. And the reviews were really good. So we went in there. It took us over an hour to get a dressing room because every girl from every high school in our area was there looking for her formal. So we had obviously found the place that everybody goes, just happened to find it. The the whole problem is, is that girls have to find their dress before they even get a date. Because guys in this day and age do not ask with enough time for a girl to order her dress. We ordered Malia's dress last weekend. It's going to be here in three weeks. Wow. That's how it is. It's just like ordering a wedding dress. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't other options. You know, you can go the pretty and pink route. You can go to the thrift store and find something like Ladybird. I mean, obviously, there are other options. But the majority of girls want to get a formal dress that no one else is going to have. So there you go. There were 50 girls waiting to try on dresses that nobody else is trying on. And everybody's judging each other when they come out of the dressing room because, you know, everybody's giving their opinion. But it's quite an endeavor. And what sucks is it creates a little anxiety because Malia's got like four or five friends. Only one has a date. The other ones don't. Because now, apparently, if you don't have a boyfriend, prom is not necessarily a guaranteed event that you will go with a date. Now, you you see Malia. I wouldn't consider her an uggo. No, not at all. She's really pretty. And not just because I love her. I mean, if you look at her, she's a cutie pie. I mean, if if a girl like Malia was in my high school, there would be no doubt that girl has a date for anything, any, any dance, any prom. She'd be asked to senior ball as a junior. I mean, there would be no, no problems, but she can't seem to secure a date for prom. And it's driving me insane because I can't understand it. And I said, well, do you even have any prospects? And she's like, yeah, there's a couple. But, you know, a lot of them are saying they're not even going to prom. I said, boys are saying they're not going to go to junior prom. Like, what? I couldn't understand it. And I said, well, when Tyler was a senior, he didn't go to junior prom. But when he had uh, uh, when he was a senior, it took a lot of effort to convince him to go to senior ball. Like he really didn't want to do it. And he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of understand. The other thing is boys are going to wait to the last minute like they always do. They're going to wait and, you know, and I don't know if they're wearing their options or if they just don't want to think about it. I mean, I can't get into the mind of a boy, but if you don't have a girlfriend, this isn't something you're thinking about until the last minute, right? I mean, I guess. I'm not sure. It's hard to think. I mean, it's junior prom, so they're still only like, you know, 16, yeah, it's, you know, it's they're, they're still kind of young and, and they all do that. They're all texting and Snapchatting now. They don't actually speak to each other and look each other in the face. Are you kidding me? No, that's, that's the reality now. That's how they communicate. I mean, Malia's phone is, Malia's phone looks like the New York Stock Exchange. It is constantly, <laughs> constantly she's being inundated with, fl- I go, Malia, your phone blows up. 24 hours a day and you're telling me there's not one guy who's even considered asking you to junior prom she's like no and i'm like i don't i don't get it but then i'm thinking well wait a minute we're going through the issue of the fact that we have to order a dress so we, we have to do this way out in advance boys have to run a tux and they can do that in a day and get it the next day it's not the same 
there will be some moms getting involved soon. <laughs> That's what I was that are too. going to be like, you are going to this dance. You need to ask a girl or pick a girl because yeah. I'm not going to let you miss out on your junior prom. Right. I think that's going to start happening within the next week, because at least two weeks in advance. Yes, I would hope within the next week or two, there will be some, some, okay, and so there's this one boy who she really would, wouldn't mind going to junior prom with, and he has said to her, he told her he's not going to junior prom, he thinks it's dumb, he doesn't want to go, and I said, okay, and so she's talking to him about all these other options that she has, that she's thinking about and he goes no you can't go with him or him and he goes look if you can't get anybody i will take you (laughs) and i was like what was that his way of asking like what is that i don't understand so he's saying so not only does he like he doesn't like any of her options none of them are good enough and therefore if he doesn't approve of any of these options he will take her (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that is the most passive aggressive thing I've ever heard in my life from a 16 year old boy. Well, I mean, what do you expect? You I know? don't. It, it's it is what it is, and so the, I don't know about you, but I did not go to our junior. I didn't go to my junior prom. Well, I didn't go to any proms, so I <laughs> I I had recently broken up with my very first boyfriend, and so my junior year. I was not dating anybody and I actually had like pneumonia. I mean, I was really, really sick. However, I had gone to junior prom as a sophomore. I went with my boyfriend to his junior prom. So I I don't feel like I completely missed out on the experience experience. But when my junior prom came around, some of my friends were like, no, you have to go to junior prom. I mean, you have to go. It's junior prom and you're a junior. You have to do this. And I said, all right, fine. So there was a guy. He was a sophomore, but he was an older sophomore. So he was like the same age as us. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I'll go to junior prom. That'll be great. So I agreed to go to junior prom with him. And I uh, now we can laugh about it now because he's happily married. He's ha- you know, everything's wonderful. He tried to kill himself <laughs> like two days before junior prom. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the joke, of course, was he would rather die (laughs) than take you to junior prom. Why was he was he just that troubled? Obviously. But what was the the reason that I could talk about it, we can laugh about it now, is that his parents, who were obviously devastated, he was hospitalized. And so his parents... And this boy were like, please come to the hospital so I can apologize to you. And so I went to the hospital. His parents, his mother specifically, I remember her being just one of the sweetest people ever. I was there with some other friends to visit him in the hospital. And he could not apologize enough. And I said, oh, my God, please stop it. Look where you are. It's fine. Look at me. I am totally cool. You know, I I was so sad that he was there And, you know, as a 17, 16, 17 year old, you don't really get how serious that is, especially back in the 80s. Yeah, back then that just did not happen. Well, that was before mental health was, you know, even a thing. Exactly. And even then we in the hospital, we even joked about it. You know, he's like, well, I don't I know how this looks like I'd rather die than take you to prom. But I really (laughs) wanted to take you. (laughs) 
it was really we we laughed about it. I mean, and right. so now when I tell Malia, I'm like, listen, Malia, anything's better than what I went through my junior year for prom. Okay, I did not go to my junior prom. I was on the decorating committee. Basically, I decorated the the the, the gym and then went home. I did not stay for junior prom. And of course, everybody's like, oh, you should go anyway. Back in the 80s, you didn't go to junior prom without a date. That did not happen. You That just did not. You just did not do that. Well, that's what I was going to say is, is if she has a couple friends mm-hmm. that don't get dates and she doesn't have a date, I mean, can they go together or is that just like, no, you don't do that? They begrudgingly have agreed that they would do it. But like I said, I go, Malia, <laughs> you've got a, a, a ridiculously beautiful dress. You're getting your hair done by a hairstylist. You're going to look amazing. You're going to have a great time. It's, you know, a boy or not, you know, it's it's okay and she's like yeah that's true but i really don't want to go without a date and i'm like all right great i wish i knew more people who had boys at 16 years old but i don't you know unfortunately so because everybody started having children late in life so all their boys are 10 you know they don't have 15 to 16 year old boys so i can't even like find one <laughs> to take her so <laughs> I'll have Ryan take her. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> He's tall and enough. <laughs> actually, you know what's really funny? Uh, speaking of the 80s, I remember my best friend in high school, her sister was a senior when we were freshmen, and she didn't get a date for senior ball. And I remember she came home. It was like two days before senior ball, and she had a dress and everything. And she came home from school, slammed the door shut, and was wailing, like sobbing, heartbreaking sobs. And her mom come, and her sisters all went running in there. And she's like, I don't have a date. Everybody hates me. I'm ugly. You know, just that whole thing that girls put themselves through. Mm-hmm. And she ended up going with her brother-in-law's brother. Because they're like, you are going to June. You're going to senior ball, God damn it. And so somebody came in and she got to go. But how common do you think that is? I think it's more common than not. To be oh, I think it's you. pretty common. I mean, I've known people who've gone with their dad or with oh their, you know, with their own brother or, you know, yeah. just different I things. Because yeah. it's just... I don't know. It's different things. Like Victor, because they're like basically Irish trip triplets, that they all went to dances together. They really? did everything together because they all were within ten months of apart, and right. so they never really felt alone. I mean, yes, they usually had dates. They always had dates, mm-hmm. but even if their dates were like you know wandering off or something like that no one was left sitting alone or something like that because they were always just right there with their brother or sister i don't know if the pressure is there for them anymore but like our age the pressure of going to prom was so high it was like a requirement it's like you will graduate you will go to prom and you better get a date that was the pressure that we put on ourselves i don't know if it's like that anymore i think it kind of is though based on the way these ladies are behaving there we went i oh my god paula i went dress shopping three or four times with these girls and they all the thing is they're so beautiful they can literally wear a rag and they they're stunning right so it's really hard for me to go oh i don't like this i look fat in this i'm like shut up you are not you're a size five what are you talking about exactly oh this just drives me so crazy even the girl of the group who thinks she's chubby she wears a five and she's the biggest of them all i'm like oh my god i'm like i I know you're not going to listen to me, but 20 years from now, after you've had some children, you're going to wish that you were wearing this dress. 
mm-hmm. that there wasn't any kind of pooch and that you didn't have back fat because it happens. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. You won't be able to wear this strappy little velvet number that's unlined, by the way, and not have everything kind of jiggling after you've had a couple kids. Your your weight will actually be in triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm 100 pounds and I'm the biggest girl. It's like, yes. Yes, you are. Okay. Poor child. But oh my, my hope God. is that this all works out, you know. And of course, Daryl, he is completely obli- He's not even paying attention. He, he's not even, he's just, just tell me what to order, tell me what to rent, and I will get it, and uh, just tell me how big the limo needs to be, you know. Yeah. That's it. Like, all right. So Malia and I are the ones stressing about it every day, but, you know, not literally daily, but you know. Well, I mean, it's definitely a thing. Well, you know, when you have this really great dress, you want a boy to like it. You want to, I mean, at that age, you just want to be... I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but no, I, do I get understand. it. You want to yeah. have that moment or that, you know, yeah, I do. where she comes down the stairs and <laughs> there she goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I want oh, that for her. Venus. Yes. Venus, oh, if Venus. You will. Exactly. <laughs> Venus, if you will. Three send a little girl for me to thrill. And the, yeah. the dad's sitting there like, no, this can't be happening. <laughs> Just like a movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of, we have some great hugly and awkward moments this week. We had a submission that I want to share with you. But before I want to segue into them, because they both are related to awkward moments with exes or date or first dates. Oh. And... I have a handful of, of times where I've had awkward moments or just uncomfortable moments with with that. You and I have talked regularly about how we'll run into people that we might have had sex with at some point and we can't remember their names or yes. we can't recall. Well, that's happened. It's happened to me a couple of times. I was trying. I know that I have told you about this story, but I'm going to recap it briefly. Um, when I broke up with my son's father a lot of his creepy friends said, oh, she's single. And then they would call, want to go out or whatever. And I mean, that's shitty, right? I mean, I think that's shitty. Yeah, that's horrible. You know, you're not supposed to touch whatever your friends forever. Like forever. And I remember this one friend of his called and said, yeah, I know you guys aren't working out, but you know, I've always thought about you, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted to either come over or go out later and so because i was so it literally the relationship body wasn't even cold and so i called my ex and said this person just reached out to me and that is just so tacky because what is he thinking so my ex actually went over there in the middle of the night broke down his door and beat him up (laughs) 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 or at least attempted to and they're still friends can you imagine they're still friends to this day i'm like well guys can get over anything apparently they can guys are weird they are i don't i don't well you know you fight it out and apparently that you know what's done is done Uh, you can tell your man something well maybe not your man but Mm -hmm. i can tell victor something about something that happened Mm -hmm. there was one thing that happened one time with um one of his friends Mm. and 
his friend got to him before I did. Oh. And so he totally put a spin on the story. Of course. And so when I finally got to him to say, like, I need to tell you something... And I, I already told know. him what it was. Mm. He already had in his mind how it went down. Oh, asshole. And I'm just like, you asshole. And to yes. this day, I hate him. Good. But the thing is, is that Victor, like, can never see it my way. Because he just somehow thinks that. Because his first impression of the story is that spin. Is that spin. And, and I'm there's just nothing like, you can say. And so they're friends till this day. Oh, God. Everything's fine. And I'm just like, how can you even stomach mm. being mm. his friend? Mm. Like, yeah. I just, I don't get it. And so, like, there's been times where, you know, they go and hang out and he's like, well, I know you don't like him. I'm like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, dislike him. It's not just a disdain. It is an utter guttural hate. And I just, I still don't understand how you can just, you know, go and, you know, have a couple beers and be like, hey, what's up? How's the fam? You know, how can you never how can you look at someone who did that and never not be always thinking about it? Because that would be me. That is me. In fact, there is someone that a family member associates with. And to this day, and they, they said horrible things about me and Daryl. And to this day, I can't even fathom how they associate with this person it's like how can you not be thinking about it every moment that you're lot like you're looking at them it's it just drives me up the wall it's like what is going on I, I could never i could never resolve it if that was me ever i'd be like i can't do this anymore it's driving me crazy like I, I just couldn't i don't get it like how does victor go out with this guy and not have that at the back of his mind Every single second he's looking at that ugly face. Like, because, I don't get it. Because he doesn't think it that way. That's yeah. the problem. So, so weird. Well, women are just far more spiteful and angry about things like that, about betrayal. It's, it's infuriating. It is infuriating. But speaking of bad dates, I went on one really bad date. So I had broken up my long-term boyfriend, who ultimately ended up being my son's father. This was before my son was created. So it was, like, way early. I was, like, 20. And this guy who was a friend of his, but kind of like a secondary friend, like he knew him, but they didn't really hang out that much. He asked me out. He was cute. He was going into the police academy. And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, he, you know, I'm like, I, I got to get out there. You know, it's been a couple, it's been like a month or so. And, you know, when you're that young, you know, you want to bounce back kind of quickly. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go out with you. Well, I knew nothing about him other than his name and the, the the very minimal stuff that I knew about him. And he asked me to pick him up because he said his parents uh, needed his car or something. And he lived in a pretty affluent area in Roseville, mm -hmm. which is a suburb in Sacramento, kind of closer to Auburn, Tahoe-ish area. So I went and picked him up. He lived with his parents because, you know, Back then, I mean, we were only 20. It wasn't like, you know, I expected him to be on his own. His parents' home was a mansion. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow, I feel kind of intimidated because I was in my little black Toyota pickup truck. I didn't. I felt a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. because, you know, we don't come from a lot of money. And so knocked on the ding dong, ding dong, you know. Yeah. The mother answers the door. Hello, you must be Jamie. And I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. Whole family's in the front room, his sister, this baby, everybody. And he's in the back room finishing getting ready. So I walk into a family of people. 
great. Yeah, they start asking me questions. How do I know? What do I do for a living? Like, well, I work at a pizza place. You know, I mean, it's like really uncomfortable. The baby was his. Oh, my God. And the baby was probably eight months old. And the mother, now, I know what she was doing. It had nothing to do with, this had nothing to do with me. I could have been anybody. Well, uh, this is his daughter, Kimberly, or whatever the baby's name was. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Now, we aren't trash. I know how to behave around people. Right. So I'm like, wow, well, that is a cute baby. Wow, you're a grandmother. That must be so exciting. She goes, yeah, she's our first granddaughter. We just adore her. She lives with us. And the mother lives with us too. She's not here tonight. She's working. And I'm like, what the fuck am I getting? What is happening? I I felt like I had walked into some kind of intervention. So the guy comes out and I'm like, your baby is so cute. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you live with your girlfriend and we're going on a date? And the mother was like, ha, ha. You know, like, this is what you get, son, for for bringing this trollop into our home. And so we leave because he wants to leave. And there was some heated discussion, not with me, but with his mother. Mm-hmm. And so we leave. And I mean, really... If I had been a a more experienced woman, I would have left without him. Like, I would have walked out the door and said, I don't think this is going to work. Really great to see you. Congratulations on the baby. I'm out. Like, that's what I really would have done nowadays if I had known what I knew then. So we get in the car. He's like, yeah, let's go see a movie. I'm like, okay, great. So we get in the car. We're in his parents' car. I left my car there. And we go to, back in the day, there was a place called the Birdcage Theaters. Yeah. Yeah. They were dollar movies. Yes. And so that's where we went. He's like, we're going to go to the dollar theater because there was a cop movie that he wanted to see there. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, that's fine. Now, understand, I just left a mansion uh, filled with, you know, beautiful things. And now we're going to the dollar movies. And he wouldn't buy me popcorn because it was $3 or something (laughs) or soda. And so we sat in the theater with nothing watching this cop movie that he had seen like five times and afterwards we were done and that was the end of the date and then he drove me back to my car and that was the end of it it was the one of the worst dates i've ever been on in my life ever oh my god that sounds horrible not even a kiss goodnight have no idea what he tasted like no lips no nothing not even a hug i think he was like looking back now i think he was like i'm going through with this date because out of spite like it's happening we're doing this and so he put in minimal effort and i was basically a pawn in this crazy rich family's life he was proving something to someone he ultimately married that girl oh yeah he ultimately married her and he did go to the he did end up being a police officer so you know congratulations (laughs) i hope whatever i was a part of worked for you but yeah that was literally the worst date i think in my lifetime The worst date I've been on. Oh, except for the one where the guy lied to me saying he wasn't married and he was married. And I met him up at Squaw Valley. You actually watched my child for me. Mm -hmm. And he was coked out. And when I knocked on the door, there was another family there that he was doing a ski trip with. And they were like super close family friends. I mean, their kids were there and everything. And I walked in going, yeah, I'm I'm here for, I can't remember his name now, Larry. I'm here for Larry. They're like, oh, my God. And literally, I was like, "Uh, what's going on? They're like, he's married. (laughs) Oh, God. It was the worst. 
It was oh the worst. God. Yeah, just really bad. I, I mean, I can't imagine that others have not had dates like that or instances of that nature, but it was not comfortable. And I told the girl, I'm like, I didn't know he was married. I promise you. I'm so sorry. I, I'm not that person, even though maybe I was. Gosh. Well, the funny thing about that one is, is very similar to the one that I dated is mm. you, you dated him for quite a while. The married guy? Yeah. No. No, he wouldn't leave me alone. When I found out he was married, that was it. Oh, I thought you had dated him a few times or quite a few times. No, a few times because I did not know he was married. And then when I found out he was married, uh, he actually got kicked out of that cabin. Mm -hmm. And he begged he begged me to take him home because he had no ride home. So I, I don't know why I did this, but I did it. And I drove him home to his house or wherever he was staying because he was still living with his wife. And uh, I drove him to the house. He cried the whole way home. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He cried the whole way home because I think he was going to, obviously, his wife was going to find out. And I dropped him off. And, and he tried to he tried to booty call me like two or three times after that. And I just hung up on him. But, yeah, uh, that, that was the end of that. <laughs> I actually do have some standards. I just don't understand how people can, like, flat out deceive someone it's one thing if you're willing to cheat with another person yeah if it's consensual cheating you know yeah, yeah. you know if it's an affair but it's right. it's a quite another to just outright deceive someone for any length of time yeah and that's yeah. the part that just gets me but i mean if you're naive yeah i was as am i yeah then i <laughs> you'll fall like a ton of bricks yeah. So, Do you have any bad dates? Well, one of the first dates I went on after Victor and I broke up mm-hmm. was, God, this was such a mistake. There was uh, <laughs> this cowboy at this bar we went to, and it was really dark, and he had his hat tipped really low. So he looked super cute. He did. Plus, I yeah. was drunk. And so yeah, well, everybody looks cute when you're drunk. We exchanged numbers and then we left and I said to my sister-in-law at the time, um, I was just like, I'm really, really drunk. I'm like, I'm like, you have to be my eyes. I'm like, is he cute? And she's like, Paula, she's like, I'm just as equally as drunk as you are. She's like, I can't tell. She's like, I think he looks cute, though. I'm not positive. And so I'm like, all right. I'm like, I think I think he you know, he does, too. I'm like, between the two of us, we can figure this out. (laughs) And so we texted for a while. Then he eventually asked me out. He asked me out and he says, "Okay, I'll pick you up Friday at five o'clock. And oh I'm God. just like, well, I'm like, well, I work. And so I, <laughs> Don't can't, you? I can't, you know, be picked up that early. I'm like, you know, how about like 630 or something? Yeah. And so he picked me up at 630. I answered the door. He had his hat on. And he took his hat off. His head looks like one of those <laughs> babies that has encephalitis. <gasps> And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was just like, OK, this date can end early. Yeah, this he is not got he drove. He drove me all the way out to Roseville, which from, is like a 40 minute drive, right? It's a 40 minute drive. And so he took me to this place for dinner 
and then we went to another place for to like see a little like band play yeah and then i kept saying well it's getting kind of late i'm like i should probably get back <laughs> and he's like well Didn't i don't we- want to go home yet so it's like he literally was like kidnapping me oh my god so i couldn't get back and i didn't have a car you're like i will get a cab if i have and to. this was before the time of uber Right. Otherwise, I would have just Ubered myself back. I would have called, like, you know, called one in the bathroom and right, right. You know, just oh my God. gone out. And so finally, it was like 11 o'clock and he finally, you know, drove me back home. He tried to kiss me and I'm just uh, like, no. I can just see your, I can see your little sourpuss face at all these tables just looking uh, like a little wet rag. You know, and he kept trying to put his arm around me oh, and gross. all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is not happening. I know you're trying to make this happen, <laughs> but it's not. This is so not happening. Like, I'm only here because I have no way to get out of here. <laughs> You look, you're like a trapped animal. Basically. You You look like those, you look like one of the, if somebody had photographed you, you would have looked like one of those lost dogs that came into the pound and hates their life and just sitting with their tail between their legs and their ears down, looking at pitifully at the camera, like, get me out of here. Come on. So he told me he worked for the police department. Why? And come to find out he had worked in the records department at the police department oh okay but he got fired and so he was unemployed at the time oh my god and i'm just like this is not working out at all like no wow i want nothing to do with you (laughs) or your faraway dates Man, maybe he knew my bad date if they both worked for the same police department. I just, I'm like, no, this is not happening. And (laughs) I said, you need to get your life together and... Don't call me. And not date me or anyone. (laughs) Save save all the women in the area. Don't date that guy. Was that the guy that had cheeks that looked like butts? Yes. Yes, he had like glutes for cheeks. Yes, he had these giant, like, you know, it's like slicing a like a cantaloupe in half and then putting it on his face there's something wrong with that person god maybe he did have encephalitis oh my god maybe or mumps god forbid glad you didn't come out with an illness glad your mother vaccinated you god that was just the worst the worst yeah well that one's pretty bad too man okay so speaking of and we're running out of time so i'm I'm gonna do this quickly but we did get a submission for hugly and awkward moments this week so right let's go through them This one is from our Hugly listener, Cindy. This happened... She's she's not dating right now. She's she's focusing on herself, which I think is an awesome, awesome thing. But she said this was from last year when she was dating. Now, and she loves to tell it, so she's telling us. She was on the dating sites, and she matched with a guy. They moved to Facebook. And, you know, that's interesting. I never even thought of that plan, is if you meet someone on a dating site, and then you like them enough that you give them your Facebook, you friend them on Facebook... Oh, I didn't think about that. It's a really, I mean, if you think about it in this day and age, it's a really good way to kind of get to know someone. You can see what kind of friends they have, you know, if they're, you know, everything from face. You can find out so much from someone on Facebook. Not that I stalk people. I don't think I would want to do that. I think that's too personal. I think I would just rather pick up the phone and be like, 
how's it going? You know? Yeah, but but it is a good, I mean, but if they really hit it off and you are, you've already hit it off on a, a dating site, then it would make sense that ultimately you would go to the next le- level of social media anyway and let them see your Facebook page. So anyway, uh, she said it had gotten to occasional chatting, but we hadn't made the move to meet yet. One Saturday morning, he chats and asks what I was up to that day. And I said, oh, I'm playing kickball at the Tiffin Fun Days. This is in Iowa, I believe. So he goes, well, as strange as that sounds, he's like, oh, I was just asked to referee that tournament. So he was going to be there being a ref for this kickball tournament. No way. She's like, yeah. She goes, well, I guess we're going to meet today. So it was an 80s themed event. And I know Cindy. We're friends on Facebook. She went all out. Oh, yeah. I know her. She, she I goes, I was the only person on my team. I wore neon. I crimped my hair. Like, she went all <laughs> out on the 80s. I can totally see her doing this, by the way. And she's like, so we get to the fields. And, of course, she's the only one that did it. <laughs> so oh, she was all by boo. herself. I know. That sucks. But she probably looked amazing. So we get to the fields to play our first game. The first umpire in her first tournament game was her ex-husband. Oh, no. The second game was the potential date guy. (laughs) So it was like all worlds collided at the kickball tournament. She's like, super fun, had by all. (laughs) God. So I'm like, I... I wanted to ask so much more. You know, I wanted to know more. Like, did the ex and the potential, did it work out? Obviously, they're not dating. So, but like, what happened? You know, I was, I, w- I wanted to know everything. Like, did you guys have cocktails afterwards? Did, you know, what happened? But I didn't get any of that info because I can only imagine, I, first of all, I can't even fathom having a potential suitor refing me, running around, kicking things. Like that in itself, by the way, would be incredibly awkward i never was good at kickball no and so you know i was the one where i would they would have me pitch it you know i would i would i would uh, be the pitcher for the ball because i can't run nor can i tag anyone so (laughs) i remember one time doing kickball in, in like sixth grade and i would pitch the ball and the person would kick it directly to me and i would get punched in the stomach with a red kickball like that happened a lot ow but can you imagine going and not only are you completely decked out in the theme now you have a guy that you might want to sleep with one day refing you as you kick it and run okay (laughs) run so i have a similar story Mm. so basically what happened was is when ryan was in t-ball Victor and I were split up. Yes. And it, it was it was new. It was very new. Yes. He would come to the games and the practices, Victor would. Right. And I would be there as well. And the T-ball coach, who I thought was adorable, I don't know how we got on the subject, but he started texting me. Mm. And so I started texting him back and then he just started saying like really naughty things. And you're like, hello. But then he started saying like really naughty, mean things. Oh, like calling you a whore? Stuff like that. And so then Mm. what happened was is I would say about two to three times a week, he would call me and he wouldn't say anything and he would start off saying like you know dirty things in mm. English, and I said no, no. I said I want it in Spanish. Oh, and oh. so because he spoke <laughs> Spanish, 
Yes. So we would have phone sex, like I said, two or three times a week. <laughs> and he would call me just filthy, disgusting names in Spanish. <laughs> You're like, more, more. <laughs> so, but then we'd have to go to T-Ball and just oh pretend my like God. everything was normal. I can't believe you didn't. You never like fucked him i would have been like next no he wasn't Um, that's not what he was about he did not want to he did not want to do that no because he had a very steady girlfriend oh well you know but she worked she worked out of town monday through friday i see so well he was a he was a committed man i see yes Yes, he was. god how honorable that is how did it end did it just end or yeah when t-ball ended i guess oh so he picks one single mom and has his fun yeah i guess i don't really know what happened but <laughs> just that was just the end of it but that is so that's actually kind of hot actually it was it i'd was be all in on that hot. Mm. so um yeah. but it was weird to be there like with my ex and then to be there knowing with, what you like, knew my phone sex texting person yes yes and, and like you know try and pretend like you know everything's just normal like we're just there for a t-ball like nothing going on here okay really quick before we wrap it up i found these on uh, i found this one it was about bad first dates and this is just a one-liner and i i laughed so hard because i can't even imagine what i would do if a guy said this to me so this girl said i was on a first date the guy informed me that i shouldn't have worn heels for him because i was walking like a dog that someone had put socks on oh my god can you imagine i'd be like what (laughs) i'd be like bye i mean first of all i laughed when i read that but if somebody said that to me i would be offended beyond and i would have kicked him with my heel and left that's what i would have done yeah i would have been like well fuck you (laughs) like no more doobie heels for you asshole would have peed on his leg really i'm like rough rough dick yeah basically <laughs> dog with socks that's terrible. anyway well thank you for the submission god it's like upper echelon awkward because you've had all these worlds collide and you handled it with grace so it wasn't as awkward as it w- i would have made it personally but i can only imagine i can't even imagine actually it would have been really awkward so i'm gonna give it 10,000 points. I agree. It's a 10,000 pointer for sure. For sure. For sure. Submit your awkward moments, guys. We yeah. love them. Keep them coming. Keep them mm-hmm. coming. The ugly yes. and awkward moments. Yes. So, okay. Well, that's a wrap, everybody, for this Wednesday. We'll be back next Sunday with another episode and more fun to talk about. Please continue to shop our Avon and Amazon links. We enjoyed the patronage. Other than that, have a good rest of your week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.